Hello, my chickens. Here's a question I want to post to you today. How often do you spend time thinking about what is possible for you? How often do you spend time imagining what you could create or experience in the world that currently seems beyond your imagination? I think that as women, we are literally taught not to do this, right? We are taught to keep ourselves small and be grateful for what we have and be humble and not think too well of ourselves and not assume that we might deserve or be entitled to or just be capable of creating an incredible life that is actually everything we want. I think that we, as like a human people or just as a society, have conflated the idea that, of course, you can't control everything in the world with the idea that you can't have everything you want. And it's like such an important difference. It's true that if you don't do anything and you wait for the world to happen to you, you will most likely not get everything you want. And of course, there will be some things that happen in the world that we didn't want. But things happening that you don't want is not the same as not being able to go out and create the things that you do want. And I think that we are so used to kind of squashing our own dreams and our own desires that we don't even realize that. And this happens no matter how successful you are. You know, I see this in myself and it's coming up for me right now because I invested in quite a lot in coaching and joined a mastermind with, you know, people in it who are some have smaller businesses than me, some are around me and some are way beyond me. And when I look at them and I think about the idea of my business growing to have that impact and that reach and to create that much revenue and to change that many people's lives and to have that global profile, it's like I won't even let myself imagine it sometimes. And as I've been realizing that, I've been realizing that all of you are probably doing that too. You are probably not letting yourself truly imagine what's possible for you because of all of the conditioning that tells us to shut it down, right? We believe that things have to be reasonable, that they have to be small. We believe they have to be hard, that we have to suffer to earn success or pleasure, which I think is such a kind of like, not only Christian concept, but certainly a Christian concept that like, you know, this life is suffering and your reward is in the next life. I think we just take that to mean we have to suffer now to maybe get a reward in the future. And we think that anything that promises us a better life is too good to be true and something to be skeptical of, right? I think that we have such a social bias and such a human brain bias towards worrying a lot about the bad things that might happen and not spending time really practicing believing in the positive vision of what we might be able to create for ourselves. And we'll let ourselves go to a certain point, but no farther. But we're so wrong. When I first started my coaching business, I would let myself imagine and dare to dream that I could, you know, have 20 one-on-one coaching clients and make $150,000 a year as a coach. And that was the big dream. And I was like, okay, I can dream that big. And then of course, like that dream is so far behind me now, but I'm sure I'm doing it again. Like, okay, well, I can get a book deal and it can be published, but it couldn't be on the bestseller list. Or I can, you know, make 5 million revenue in the business. Okay, we could probably make seven, but 20 is impossible. Like I'm doling out my dreams in this like titrated way to myself. And I think that 
That's easy because most of us, unless we make moves to put ourselves in a different room, are surrounded by people who think this way too, right? And so if when you talk to your friends and you talk to your family and you talk to whoever else is around you and they are echoing and reflecting the same narrow vision, or they're even sort of actively telling you that your vision is too big and that you're too big for your britches and that you're too much and you should want less, it's very hard to kind of hold that vision. I can't imagine what would have happened to me if I had not made the coaching friends and community that I made when I first started coach training. Think if you want to change your life, you have to put yourself in a community that is helping you hold that vision, right? Because our human brains are always going to falter. Mine falters all the time. And that's when I have to reach out to my friends who are coaches and my colleagues to remind me of who I am and what I'm doing and what's possible for me. That's when we need the support of other people who are on the same journey because we are always able to see such a bigger picture for someone else than for ourselves. That's why coaching is so powerful because it holds the space of that bigger vision for your life. And that's why having friends who are working on thought work and working on self-development and looking to grow their lives is so important. They don't have to be your close friends. They can be, you know, your colleagues. They can be your fellow chickens in the clutch. They can be just a community of people who can reflect back to you when you are getting tunnel vision, when you have sort of dropped your gaze from what is possible for you. That I think is one of the most valuable things about the clutch. It's not just the tools you learn. It's not just the skills you learn. Of course, the skills of managing your mind are completely fucking life-changing, but it's also having that community to support you and to carry you and to give you a place to be where other brains are working at that same level, right? And are seeing that same vision for you. So we only open the clutch twice a year and we are now open. This is the only time we'll be open again until way into 2023. It's hard to believe 2023 is even coming. We won't open until spring or summer 2023 again. So I'm going to tell you how you can join in a minute. But one of the things I want you to know is that if you're having a hard time making this decision, for some of you, this is the first you've heard and you're like, on it, I'm ready to change my life. Amazing. I've been waiting. That's great. Go sign up. You can Google and find it or I'll tell you in a few minutes. But for some of you, you may already have heard it's open. Maybe you got an email, you've been thinking about it beforehand, and you're having a hard time making the decision. I just want you to know that this is completely normal. It's completely normal to be on the fence. And it actually means nothing about whether joining the clutch is the right decision. If you are having a hard time making this decision, it is usually because women are socialized or people who are socialized as women are socialized to doubt our own decisions and doubt our own capacity and doubt that we deserve anything, right? And that is what the patriarchy teaches us. You are not an authority in your life. You can't make good decisions. You don't know what the right thing to do is. You're not responsible with money. You can't be trusted to you know, know what's possible for you. Like these are all the messages that we get, but though all those messages, they serve the patriarchy, not us, right? All those messages help other people keep the power, keep the authority, keep the jobs, keep the money, keep whatever else it is. And most importantly, it allows other people to keep kind of authority over our lives and to keep our emotional state under their 
control, right? If we don't reclaim the authority to create our own thoughts, feelings, emotions, actions, and outcomes, then we're giving that up to someone else and that never serves us. And then some of you, I know we have been hearing, really want to join the clutch, really want to do this work. You know, there's so much amazing change on the other side, but you're on the fence because you feel like the future is a little uncertain, right? You're not sure what's happening with inflation or the politics, or maybe in your personal life, you're not sure what's going to be going on, what's going on with your relationship, what's going on with your job, whatever it is. And I think this is also completely normal, right? And it's a good question to ask. But I think what happens is that women are socialized, like men are socialized to be bold and brave and do big, amazing things in the world. And women are socialized to be sensible and be reasonable and play small and don't go after anything big and be frugal and you know manage the household allowance your husband gives you, which was the economic situation for women for thousands of years here in the West until very recently, right? And women are taught to associate being responsible with like scarcity and staying small and just maintaining the status quo, not trying to grow too big or do too much or be ambitious or write that great novel or change the way you live your family life or make more money or whatever it is. Women are taught that the safest thing to do is just follow what society has told them to do. And for a long time, that was literally physically true for women. It was dangerous not to do that. And depending on your marginalized community, there are still some of those true physical dangers. But for a lot of us now, it's just emotional, right? We feel safer when we just don't do anything. We think that keeping the status quo is the responsible thing to do. But I really want to invite you to challenge that and question that belief system. Is maintaining a status quo where you feel disempowered and you feel scared of the future and you feel like things are uncertain and that external circumstances control your life, is maintaining that status quo sensible and responsible, like personally or globally for the world? I think it's criminally irresponsible because it ignores human potential. That's what we are taught to do, to ignore our own human potential. When we are worried about the future, personally, economically, politically, whatever, we think we just need to not make any moves. Like we just want to sort of sit still and try to ride it out. That's what women are socialized to do. Men are socialized to take decisive action to master their own fate. Women are socialized to sit still, be quiet, and just try to hide. But we have got to change that socialization. It is not fucking serving us. I want you to just imagine someone on a surfboard who tries to sit still while a big wave is coming, they're going to get knocked off. You have to learn to surf the wave. Whether the wave is something in your personal life, your own emotional state, something in your job, something in the world, your creative pursuits and endeavors, whatever it is, learning how to manage your mind is the only guaranteed investment in the world. It's safer than a savings bond, right? Your brain is what creates the outcomes in your life. Your brain is what creates your emotional state. It's what drives your decision-making. Your brain is what shows you what opportunities exist for you in the world. Your brain is what makes your money and makes your spending and investment decisions. Your brain is what evaluates risk and opportunities. Your brain is what tells you how to navigate any challenging circumstance. Your brain is the navigation system. So working with a navigation system that you didn't program and that is out of date 
is not a good way to handle anything challenging. Humans are incredibly resilient. I personally take so much kind of sucker and sort of support in that knowledge of what humans have been resilient from before or in response to. We can survive and even thrive in almost any circumstances. We just need to know how to use our brains to make that happen. That is what will create a feeling of power. A feeling of power and safety and certainty will never come from external circumstances, and it will never come from trying to make the kind of you know cultural voice in your head, whoever they is, what whoever says, trying to satisfy that voice, trying to never do anything that anyone would think you shouldn't do. All of that staying small and hiding, our brain tells us it'll make us feel safe, but it's the opposite. It makes us feel so disempowered and so vulnerable to external circumstances and other people's opinions or decisions. The only way to be truly empowered and liberated and create your own life is to learn how to manage your mind. That's the bottom line. And that is what we teach in the clutch. That's what we learn in the clutch. That's the life that we have in the clutch. And that is what I want for you. So we are open now. We are only open for a few more days and then we will close for another six months at least. So if you want the next six months to be different, this is when you need to join. I want you to text your email to plus one three four seven nine three four eight eight six one. That's plus one three four seven nine three four eight eight six one. Text your email address. We will send you the link or just go to unfuckyourbrain.com forward slash clutch. That's unfuckyourbrain.com forward slash clutch. And I will see you there, my friend. Let's change the fucking world.